0: Are you obsessed with Los Angeles head over heels in love with the city of angels? Well, this is the podcast for you at life hacks, LA. We hack the best in arts eats and activities in Los Angeles. So join us and become an LA hacker. What's up LA Hacker? Welcome to episode number 75 of the Life Hacks LA podcast. This is your host Stefan and today we're going to be talking about what to do in Los Angeles while we're waiting for this damn pandemic to be over. It's just going to be you and I talking. We're going to have a little chat and I'm going to share with you what I've been up to for the past year, how I've been keeping myself busy. Um, while I'm just waiting for everything to open back up. Things are starting to look a little bit better. They just reopened restaurants, but we're still in the situation where we've got a ways to go before Los Angeles completely opens back up. So I want to share with you some tips where you can still go out there and have fun in a safe way. Still some things you can do while we wait for this thing to finally be over. As always, at the end of the episode, I'll be sharing a special little hack just for you. So make sure you stay tuned for that. And I'll see you on the other side. Okay, guys, so it's February 2021, and although things seem to be headed in the right direction, we still got a long way to go here in Los Angeles and really all across the United States as far as getting life back to normal and getting out there and enjoying the things that we used to enjoy pre-pandemic, you know, the good old days, 2019. So what we're going to talk about today is adventures you can still take during COVID right here in L.A., can kind i of share a little bit of what i've been up to for the past uh, almost year now isn't that crazy like in the middle of march i think is when we really kind of got locked down here and the the reality kind of set in of what was going on and over this year things have opened and they've closed and we've just been in all kinds of different phases you know it wasn't so bad during the summer we had outdoor dining and then they shut that down, uh, you know, over the holidays of so Thanksgiving and Christmas. And they just recently opened it back up again. But, I mean, there's been this back and forth and up and down of varying degrees of what we can do. But some of the stuff has just been closed the entire time. You know, things we really took for granted before, like going to your favorite bar and having a drink. Um, going to a concert and just packed with hundreds hundreds or thousands of people going to an amusement park like Disneyland. I mean, anything that just has a a lot of people in it. And, you know, I was thinking back to the last time I remember being at Disneyland and it just seems surreal to me, like it doesn't even feel real uh, that I would be around that many people. It almost kind of get a weird feeling (laughs) to be around that many people. So I think even when everything is over, there's going to be a mental adjustment to be in crowds And uh, but, you know, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic by nature. I'm optimistic about the city of L.A. And I think we're going to bounce back big and we're going to be out there enjoying all the city has to offer. But in this episode, I just kind of want to talk about this this period while we're waiting for that to happen, for everything to open back up again. This period that we're in where we can still go out and do some things, but, uh, you know, we don't have everything open to us. Like the, the more crowded things I was talking about, like concerts and and bars and that sort of thing. So like I mentioned, um, restaurants, outdoor dining just recently opened back up, which is awesome. Amazing. Um, You know, you go to a, go to a place that uh, has a big, huge patio and, and, and uh, make sure you go somewhere you think that's, you feel safe. But for me, it's not something I do often, even when it's open during this, this time, this has all been going on, but it's a nice release to just be able to not always go pick up your food, but go out and sit on a sit in an outdoor patio and, and have a drink or, or have dinner. And of course I go like during a time where it's not as busy, but that's kinda how I do everything in Los Angeles. So anyway, I'm gonna talk in this episode about things I've been up to during this COVID thing. Ways to keep myself um occupied and with the family and still have fun and still stay safe and hopefully you can get some ideas out of it. I mean, um Luckily, we're in LA and this city just still has so much to offer even during a global pandemic and a lockdown, there's still a lot for us to see and do. Alright, so let's start with number one and this is more of a something you can do when you just get completely bored out of your mind, you feel like you need to go on vacation. So I would advise you get on a plane right now, most people aren't getting on a plane right now, but if you want to feel like you're on vacation, I recommend you take a staycation at an Airbnb spot. Now something I've kind of rediscovered during this time is how many amazing places there are in Airbnb. So in general, I would just go to a a typical condo apartment house, whatever, uh, no bells and whistles. But if you go to Airbnb, especially in Los Angeles and in Southern California, there's these themed Airbnbs. And so, you know, you might not be able to go to Bali in 2021, but there's, or Hawaii or, or other places like that. But they've got these Airbnbs that are just kind of next level, extra, extra cool. And uh, so I wanted to talk a little bit about that. I mean, they've got Hobbit houses. So if you don't know what that is, it's kind of like a, just a miniature home that looks like what the Hobbit would live in. And it's kind of funny because there's more than one. I mean, you, you think that that's so unique, but there's actually a few of those on Airbnb. And uh, I found a Pirates of the Caribbean house. Of course, they have these beachfront homes in Malibu. Now, some of those are a little pricey, but, uh, you know, I notice in general things are a little cheaper right now. Part of that probably has to do with the fact that it's February, but I think a lot of people aren't typically using Airbnb right now. Although some of these places, I got to warn you, they're booked way ahead of time, the more more, uh, popular ones. But... What I found is, um, let's take the Hobbit House, for example. There's a few that are out on Instagram and other places that people know about, and those are all booked up. But if you keep looking, I I found one. I'm not even going to reveal it right here in the podcast until I'm able to book it. It's actually not far from where I live. It's in the South Bay, and it's it's available. So, um, yeah, I encourage you to just kind of look around and find some adventures on Airbnb. I'm going to give you a code in the show notes that you can use. So if you've never used Airbnb before, you can use my code and you'll get like $65 off your first booking. Um, And uh, yeah, they've just got all kinds of cool ones. Uh, There's one I saw uh, in Joshua Tree. There's actually a bunch in Joshua Tree that are just incredible. Like the one I saw was this hot tub that's out on a wood deck. And all you can see is like desert landscape. And then, you know, they've got these pimped out trailers and just all kinds of really cool stuff. I mean, especially if you want to... um, capture some content for Instagram, or, or just have an extra special adventure, I recommend you check out these Airbnbs. Uh, let me pull up the title for you right now. Um, cause I found this online and they have, they actually have an, a link and I'll put this in the, um, uh, let's see. I think it's called Airbnb wishlist. I'm in front of my computer right now. Uh, we'll put, we'll put Los Angeles. Okay, so if you type in, if you go to Google and you type in Airbnb wishlist, Los Angeles, that's where you'll find a lot of these really cool theme places that I've been talking about. Um, But I wouldn't just do Los Angeles. Um, Actually, is it wishlist? Maybe that's just pulling up mine. Yeah, so... Oh, here we go. Airbnb.com, Airbnb. wishlist Airbnb wish list. La La Land. Type that in, and you'll you'll find a bunch. Um, but most of them aren't. Most of the best ones aren't actually directly in LA. They're actually, uh, like I said, in Joshua Tree or, or places nearby. But I would start there. Um, just Google um, wish list, or or Google some of the ones I mentioned, like uh, uh, Airbnb Hobbit House, Southern California, that sort of thing. Pirates of the Caribbean house, that sort of thing. And uh, you'll, or any place that you've always wanted to go and and you'll go down a rabbit hole and, you, and you'll find some of these places. But that's number one on my, on my list for uh, adventures you can still take during COVID during this time um, where we're kind of waiting for everything to open back up. Um, like I said, I'm super optimistic. I think in the summer, things will be much better. But right now we're pretty, still pretty locked down as far as like what our choices of things to do. Uh, You know, like, I don't know if you can go to a bowling alley or anything like that right now. So, uh, let's go to number two. So, I've been doing a lot of um, going to parks and hiking since all this happened. Now, I used to hike every once in a while, but during this um, lockdown for the past year, I've definitely explored more. And I've got an eight-year-old son, and he doesn't like to (laughs) hike too long, so... I'm not talking about, like, big hikes, but I'll basically go to a park that has trails. And so I'll just give you a few here that um, are really good. Uh, We recently went to Franklin Canyon, and that's above Beverly Hills. And it's really cool. It's kind of weird getting there. Like, it's kind of almost like a really thin road to get there. And uh, you got to go up these loopy hills, almost like you're in the Hollywood Hills. But then you eventually reach this... um, kind of like oasis i mean you feel like you're in the woods even though you're just right above beverly hills and it's got a lake there it's got hiking trails and uh yeah it's really amazing it's really quiet um so we spent a couple hours there it's really easy if you if you got a kid or you're not a big hiker you know you're just taking mostly flat trails but um franklin canyon above beverly hills i'd recommend you go to another place we've went a few times is pacific palisades they have some awesome awesome um parks and trails over there. You know, uh, they have Los Leones Trailhead, the Gateway Park, Palisades Park. Uh, they've got a ton. Just type in Pacific Palisades hiking and, and you'll come across a bunch. Also, of course, the fabulous Malibu, um, Malibu and Topanga Canyon. You've got Tuna Canyon Park, Zuma Canyon, Solstice Canyon, and just, a, just so many to name. But um, for the most part, we go to hiking trails near my near my house so we don't we don't go too far. But like I said, during this uh lockdown, since we don't have that many choices of things to do, we've done a lot more hiking and a lot more going trails. And it's kind of uh, encouraged us to go a little bit farther and go to these places that we don't go very often. Like um like I said, Franklin Canyon, Pacific Palisades, Malibu, there's hundreds of more. Um, but that's number two on my list of things that you can do while we're waiting for this pandemic to finally be over. It's just to go out to hiking trails more. Okay, number three is something that people who have Instagram accounts love to do, and that's take pictures with murals. Now, we've always had a lot of murals in Los Angeles, but I think in the last year, there just seems to be more and more. I mean, um, with Kobe Bryant, there's the tragic passing of Kobe Bryant. I mean, there's a what I think almost 200 murals now in Southern California just dedicated to that. And then there's also just so many other murals that popped up and most of them are encouraging, inspiring and, um, definitely look good on the gram. So I'd encourage you to go out there and take pics with murals. You know, that's a very easy social distancing to do is just, uh, go to an area that has a bunch of murals and, and it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. You know, you, you go around, you find them, track them down. Um, Uh, my advice always is to go to an area where you can see a bunch at once. So number one on the list has got to be the DTLA Arts District. I mean, they have hundreds of murals there. And, um, you know, you can even go to different sections of the Arts District. But that's a good place to park your car, get out, and, you know, you can find probably a dozen no matter where you park your car. Um, Another one is Culver City. Culver City has a ton of cool murals some really famous ones like the california Dreamin', the love wall but there's just a lot in culver city now i don't know if they're all within walking distance of each other but um you know they should all be pretty easy to get to and like i said the culver city ones they've got a lot of inspiring ones you know love and positive messages so definitely recommend that number three for sure with the murals has got to be melrose so melrose is of course is known for its art and there are murals everywhere in Melrose. It's it's really awesome. I mean, every time I go there, I just discover a new one. Like you're just walking around and, uh, you know, you look down these side streets when you're walking down Melrose and you'll just see the, all these incredible murals. In fact, there's one. I don't know the official name of it, but I call it um, uh, the Mural Alley. I, I don't even know if that's the name of it, but that's what I call it. And uh, it's near... It's near uh, Fairfax and Melrose, just a couple blocks off Fairfax, and um, you basically walk down this alley, and there's like four or five murals in there. It's it's really cool. When I, I just went there a few days ago, um, and they had a Tommy Lasorda one. Tommy Lasorda passed uh, not too long ago. They had a Kobe one, of course, and then they had um, like an LA Champions one that had the Dodgers. It had the Lakers because of course they won the champ. They both won the championship. In October of 2020 so that was a new mural and then they had a few other uh, random murals up there but it, it's really cool I mean it's like you go down to this little alleyway and it's not very big but you know there's always like five or six amazing murals right there and then right around that when you walk back out on the Melrose from the alley there's a ton of murals um, within blocks so I mean I'd say you could probably see a dozen murals within a five minute walk on in a right area of Melrose um, and also another thing I want to mention is I, I talked about how there's so many positive murals out there. I got to give a shout out to my guy, Ruben Rojas, Rojas. Um, he was on episode number 48, if you want to learn more about him, but he basically does these love murals. It's like the cursive love and man, he's just been blowing up, uh, during this past year. I think, uh, he has a live through love, uh, campaign and you know, the guy's always positive. He's always got a positive message, and I think that's kind of resonated with people this year because he he had a lot of murals before, but now he just seems to be everywhere. I mean, he he had something up at the block, and now, as of this recording, he just put something up at the Beverly Center, and I'm going to actually go visit that uh, this week. But uh, uh, if you love murals, especially positive ones, definitely keep your eye out for Ruben Rojas. Like I said, he was a guest on episode number 48. Really cool guy. We actually just did a contest together where we gave away a love box for Valentine's day. We did a, I love LA contest where people submitted their favorite, uh, picture of them in a Los Angeles place. And a lot of them were with murals. A lot of them were with, um, landmarks. In fact, the winner was a sunset at Griffith park observatory. So, but anyway, uh, If you love murals, check out Ruben Rojas, check out his love murals, and then check out those places I talked about, the DTLA Arts District, Culver City, and Melrose, and there's other places, but I'd say those three definitely have the most you can see within just a few blocks of each other. Okay, now let's get to, let me take a drink here. Okay, number four of what I recommend you do during um, this period where we're waiting for everything to get back to normal but things are starting to slowly back open, get back open, is uh, the outdoor dining. So as of now, who knows what it'll be tomorrow, the infection rate went down, and so they opened up outdoor dining just like a week ago. And, man, I'm excited. I've actually only went to one since it happened because I'm still being cautious and not going out too much. But just the fact that it's an option, and I know places that I can go to right now and they're completely empty or they have enough space where I don't need to be near anybody. I've gone to a few before dining shut down. I was like, ah, it's a little too close for comfort. But another nice thing is most of these restaurants, they're outside so you can see. And if you see one that's um, too crowded, you just don't go to it. But I think for the most part, restaurants are doing the best they can. They're trying to keep people, um, I think it's eight feet apart now, the tables, instead of six feet apart. But I think they do the best they can. Um, And, you know, of course, just use your own common sense and what you feel safe uh, for. But I, for one, am very excited that these patios and rooftops are open again and I'm really happy for them. I mean, I mean, I, I know we're all trying to be cautious and, and we have to do what we can to be safe, but man, I couldn't imagine being in any business where you're essentially shut down for a year and, you know, with sporadic being partially open, especially something as as expensive as a restaurant. And, you know, we love our restaurants so much. So I'm happy that, at least some of them are able to make some money again uh, until we can reach the end of this thing. So I just wanted to share with you some um pretty impressive outdoor patios that I know about. There, there's a lot to there's a lot uh that we can talk about but um these are ones that caught my attention. One is De Buena Planta in Abbot Kinney and it's a fairly new place. I posted a picture on a, on our Instagram account and, you know, blew up because it's just so beautiful. It looks almost like well you know, Abbot Kinney itself is beautiful, but uh, they, they have this big outdoor eating area and it's like a courtyard and it almost feels like you're in Morocco and you're on vacation somewhere. So they did a really good job with the atmosphere and the vibe. And, you know, I think it's pretty healthy food and, uh you, you know, it's just really cool. This is definitely a fitting that it's in Abbot Kinney. So fairly new place, but, uh you know, I just checked in their outdoor patios um, open again. And I've heard they've got really good drinks. I want to go check them out myself. But uh, go check out Deep Buena Planta and Abbott Kinney. And then another one that just has a spectacularly beautiful outdoor space is the Cara Hotel in Los Feliz. It has this gorgeous courtyard with these giant palm trees. And um, I recommend that you you know, type these up in Instagram so you can see what I'm talking about because it's really beautiful places. And after all this time of not being able to go out and eat, I think it's nice that we have these uh, beautiful courtyards and um, outdoor patios that we can check out in Los Angeles. Now, those two are fairly new. They want to plant and the car hotel. So I want to talk about some classics. And one of them is open air in Koreatown. So um, that used to be called the commissary. If, if you're not familiar, they changed their name, I don't know, like two years ago. But open air is beautiful. It's like a, it looks like a greenhouse, and it's on the rooftop of the Line Hotel, and man, it's just it's just a really beautiful place. I mean, I'm I'm so excited that they're gonna stay open, and that they're able to open back up again. Um, so I definitely want to go check that again soon. You should too if you if you want, uh, you know, to take someone out on their birthday or you want a special meal or you, know, you just want to get out because you miss going to these type of restaurants, uh, go check out Open Air LA Greenhouse Rooftop on the Line Hotel. And that's in Koreatown. All right, so next, another classic is um, the beautiful Perch Rooftop in DTLA. Now, <laughs> I've talked about it many times in this podcast, in my blog. Uh, perch is just one of those spots that's just very special. I mean, it's very beautiful. It has kind of like this... Parisian vibe, like nineteen twenties vibe too. it. It's really, really elegant place. And uh, anytime someone comes from out of town, depending on what their tastes are, I like to take them to uh, to Perch. And so, you know, I check their Instagram as well, and it looks like their rooftop is open, limited capacity. Now, um, I generally go to Perch for drinks, but um, yeah, I don't know if I don't know what the deal is with bars. I don't know if bars are open. I think you, I think you have to serve food. But uh, Perch has got really good food too, so you can go there and just have a, a small meal and have a drink. Um, you know, I don't know if the full-blown bar is open, but you can definitely have a cocktail with some food. And so I recommend you check out Perch in downtown Los Angeles. And then speaking of rooftops in downtown LA, we have so many good ones, and uh, one of them I really enjoy is Broken Shaker at the Freehand, and that, you know... I've been there before and it's kind of small, so I'm not really sure how they're going to do this. But um I see that they're open again and that's definitely a place you want to check out. I mean, it's kind of cold right now for LA standards, but uh it's just a it's just a beautiful beautiful spot. And you know, you don't have to go to that specific one, but just trying to give you the idea of going to these uh rooftop bars/restaurants slash in downtown Los Angeles because uh, it's one of my favorite things to do. I've talked about it a few times, but um Broken Shaker, there's Broken Shaker at the Freehand. And then there's the rooftop at the Wayfarer Hotel. Now, I went and checked that out the other day. And again, that one's kind of small, too. So I'm not sure how they're going to do the capacity there. But, uh, but I mean, it's a, it's a really cool place to check out. Um, I, I recommend if, it, if it's one of these rooftop uh, places and they're smaller, like the ones I mentioned, that you um, maybe go for lunch or something. Cause I imagine that Friday, Saturday nights are busiest time and they're probably, I'm guessing they're really limiting capacity, but if you go during the day, especially now that it's February, I, you know, I doubt that, uh, like when I went, there was no one, there was actually no one there. So, um, but things had just opened up then. So anyway, that's what I got for you this episode, guys. I just wanted to, uh, you know, share what some of the things I've been doing during this past year. And it looks like it's going to be going on for a little bit longer. I'm hoping by summer that some of this stuff, you know, will be open that we're used to before everything started happening. I'm hoping that uh, infection rates are really down. Uh, the uh, the um, vaccine has been spread around the city and uh, to enough people um, where we can really, really start to uh, open things back up again, the things that we're used to. Now, I just heard that Disneyland is... Um, California Adventures opening up something in March, but I think it's kind of like a limited thing where you can come in for a meal and and eat outdoors and they'll they'll have characters or whatever, but I am re- really optimistic that Disneyland is going to reopen this year. I and and you know, of course, safety comes first, but I'm optimistic in in that I think that they're going to get enough of the vaccine out and uh, uh to to the point where we can go to public places again. Like you can feel safe going to a bowling alley or a movie or, um, or Disneyland. And then they'll just probably just limit the capacity. Right. So that, that's what I imagine is going to happen by this summer. I think places like Disneyland, unless something crazy happens, like there's a new strain or something, but, um, I feel like, uh things are going to be much better in the summer. That's about four or five months from now. And, uh, Some of these amusement parks are going to be open but they're just going to be in limited capacity Um, so let's cross our fingers let's hope that uh, los angeles gets back to where it needs to be and we get we reach a a lot of progress by the summer by the end of the year things are completely back open and maybe early 2022 we can go back to doing everything we love which is going to concerts and going to sporting events and you know nothing's off the table but um, let let me just uh, go over it one more time so um, what I recommend you do during this time is take a staycation at a dream Airbnb spot, go hiking in a place you wouldn't normally go hiking, and uh, do some outdoor dining, and check out a rooftop restaurant slash bar. All right, guys, uh, that's all I got for you today. It was just me and you today. I just wanted to drop this episode and share some optimism about Los Angeles and, and uh, how we're going to come back, make a big comeback and uh, how to keep busy while we wait for that to happen. All right, that's all I got for you this week. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. What's up, LA Hackers? Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that interview with that very special guest, myself. And I hope you have some uh, tips on what to do in Los Angeles while we wait for the pandemic to clear up and we can get life back to normal. Finally hopefully by the end of 2021 or early 2022. Okay, guys, on to my special hack. So I mentioned it in the episode that one of my favorite things to do right now, since I can't get on a plane and travel uh, somewhere exotic, is to find really cool places on Airbnb that are in Southern California and, uh, you know, have a weekend at just a really cool, unique place. So what I'm gonna do for you today is share a very special discount code. I think you get 50 to $65 off just go to lifehacksla.com forward slash airbnb it'll redirect you and if you're not already on airbnb the first time you book make a booking using that code you will or that link you will get 65 dollars off get a significant discount and you can check out one of those places i recommended also if you sometimes it's hard to find some of these unique spots so if you do end up using my discount code then just DM me on Instagram and I will send you my list of places. Um, some of the ones I mentioned, I've, I've, I've got them on a list, but um, for some reason on Airbnb, you can't share the list. You've got a, you, you can email, email someone. So I'm going to offer that to anyone who uses my code. Um, once again, lifehacksla.com forward slash Airbnb. If you sign up using that code, go ahead and feel free to DM me and I'll send you a list of all my next level properties that i've got saved and i'm going to check out here in socal all right guys that's all i got for you this week i hope you enjoyed the episode and i'll talk to you again soon peace